0: Okay, however, we're picking up on the Kavav Ahmad Aleph. As you can see, there's a lot of Mishnayot today. Uh, kind of like boom, 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 before the end of the Masefla. That's how it's kind of working out. Not so much Gemara in each of these Mishnayot. We're going to continue right now though, with the Gemara at the top of the Amun, where we had just learned that the Mishnah, which talks about Modi'in, as like this, uh, this inflection point in terms of being deemed Tahor and not Tahor. So we said... Uh, that modin itself is like a tricky thing. Right? You, by the way, you can always see this when it comes to mishnayot like this. And it says like you know from X point and in and X point and out, of course, is what happens with the point itself. So it's Modi in like you know tahor or tameh. Uh, so you see we you know, we had this idea that sometimes it's a it's like kliknim, sometimes it's like klut. And the it depends on what's going on. Right? If one's going out, one's going in, so it's like inside. But if they're both going in, both going out, so they are expected to be in, and therefore. Uh, it would be tameh. Okay, so Amar Abaye by says here. We can actually infer this from the Mishnah itself, where it says Lifni Min It says that the potter who sells the pots and he goes within, right inside Modiim, Tama Min It seems like the whole reason it's tahor is because he went inside. but Modiim itself lo meham and he wouldn't be believed anymore. Okay. But you'll see, but aim a seifa, but look at the Then the next clause where it says, Yat sa'i no ne'eman. It says if he leaves, he's no longer a trustworthy with regard to the Tahara. Ha, ha, but that, but that implies, Modi kufa ne'eman. Modi im itself be ne'eman. So what's going on here? Like it seems to be a contradiction. So El Allah, rather no, you say, Shma mina, Kam be kadar yo'tse nichnas, Kam be yotin yo'tsein, Oshnehen nichnasin. So you can say, we can infer, we can learn from here that one's a case, where the potter is leaving and the chavir is coming in, all right? and that's where it is uh, considered to be as if it's lefnim. And the other case is where they're both leaving or both coming in, uh, where it would be uh, tamim. Sh'ma mina. That's, in fact, how we learn it. Great. Did we continue, there was a brighter Torah, tana, actually a tosefta. Ne'emanim hatakin la kodesh. where believed when it comes to we should say everybody, even the Ami Haaretz, are believing when it comes to um, small earthenware vessels for Kodesh. For Kodesh, amazing, right? Like, even for Kodesh, these small vessels are going to be believed. Again, the idea would be, presumably, that because um, they're so necessary, the Chachamim felt the need to allow it. So, Amr, again, remembering that this is not uh, something that we know for sure has come into contact with Tuma. It's a question of our assessment. So, the Rabbanan felt they can't be extra stringent to the point where you can't, uh, where people can't function. So, Amar Very Shlakish in terms of defining what a small earthenware vessel is, says it's a type of vessel that can be picked up and carried with one hand. No, even if you can't pick it up with one hand, it can still be called a small, uh, a small klicheres. Exactly how big it would have to be, uh, maybe uh, depends on, I don't know, common usage or something like that. Okay, Amar Eishlakesh, Reishlakesh says, So Shanu Ela Reikonin, Reishlakesh says, Yeah, but that's only true, this is only taught about empty vessels, but full vessels, no, they they will not be considered to be Tahor. Rebidot says, no, even the the vessels, even if they're full, they're still Tahor, even if it's his Apikaris, okay, is in it. What does that mean? So the the Safari actually translates that as his garment is inside the vessel, okay, Rashi explained that even if there's like liquids inside of it. Um, okay? So he says, no, right. And the point is, the point is that, uh, and Rafa said, Rav points out, yeah, but even Rabbi agrees that the mashkin themselves, right, the liquids in themselves inside the vessel are tamay. Okay? So the vessels, Tahor, but the liquids inside our tame instead of Gemara says don't get so surprised. Like this seems a total contradiction. How can the vessel be tahor and the contents of the vessel be tame? Lagin Malay Mashkin if you have a lagin. A lag is like the word log. Right, so we know the word of log, right, which is a quarter log, so a log is a measurement, but the, the log is also, the log can also be the, the vessel itself that has that measurement, right, we will say like a cup, right, a cup is a measurement, but it's also an object. So the Lagin can be full of liquid, Lagin Tumashiva, there's a case where it could be full, uh, excuse me, the, the vessel itself could be to Tumashiva, meaning if it was in a house with a corpse. So the the, uh, the vessel itself is tamain umashkin, but the liquids are inside tahorin can be tahor, right? If they if they're sealed if it's sealed up, right? We talk about sabid patil. If the vessel is uh, sealed up, so then uh, the liquids inside would be kosher. So we see such a situation where you can have a distinction between the vessel itself and the uh, the, uh, the items inside the vessel. So here too, we just have the reverse. Rabbi Elfam would say, right? The, the the mashkin inside would be tame, while the vessel itself would be tahor. Fantastic. Okay, next Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Gabai here doesn't mean the guy who may calls you up for the Aliyah It means the person who is responsible for uh, tax collection. So if the tax collectors come into the house, it's a question now. Like, okay, just random people coming to our house. Does this render things in the house? Uh, so if the gabein come in, also uh, thieves, robbers who come into your house, and stole something, but then they returned the, the stolen items. lomar They're believed to say, we didn't touch anything or we didn't touch certain things. Okay, so even though they came into the house and on some level, you sort of like these are like the enemy, the guy by the tax collector, he's not really like the, the best guy. We all love him. We don't love the tax collector necessarily. And they're gonna love him too. Certainly they're bad guys, or it seems like they were bad guys. So, uh, but nonetheless, we can believe him when it comes to Tuma and Tara. Separately, the Gemara said, the says. Excuse me. It will be When it comes to Yerushalayim, Neemanim emanim HaKodesh, uh, Everyone's believed when it comes to kodesh. Even the Amiha Aris are believed in Yerushalayim. regal When it comes to the time of the regal, even truma as well. Those are the ideas we this up before. Part of those ideas. The Gemara says there are many. We seem to have a contradiction when it comes to this gabai thing. It says in a Mishnah, uh, Masachah Taharot, Hagabaiish Nechnasu Lo Tochabayit. When you have the tax collectors come into the house, Habayit Kulo Tamei. The whole house is Tamei. So it seems to be against our Mishnah. Kumar says, low says, No difficulty. Once when there's a non-Jew with them, and once when there's another non-Jew with them, presumably with this, uh, the Tanan, excuse me, as the Mishnah says, If there's a non-Jew with them, they're believed to say we didn't come in at all. In that part they could say, but they, I mean, if you don't have to be suspicious that they came in and are lying. They say we didn't come in. But if they're not believed to say, we came in and didn't touch anything. So the assumption is that if they're with the goi, if they're with the non-Jew, so they came in and presumably they touched everything. They went through the whole house, okay? There was nothing they didn't touch. But, they, uh, but if they didn't come with the goi, so they're believed to say, we only touched certain items and not other items. says, And if there's a non-Jew, so what of it, meaning who cares? Why, would they, why does having a non-Jew with them make it such a big difference in terms of their behavior and what we think they're doing? So, the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Eliza, there's in here between Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi Eliza, chanamar aimat going alehan. One of them says the fear of the non Jew is upon them, meaning like he might uh, punish them or something if they don't do a good enough job, maybe he's like uh, um, their boss or something. The chanamar aimat macho delane. Another one says maybe that the fear of the kingdom is upon them, like the government. So the Gemara says my that what's, diff- what's the difference? So it's a practical difference here, right? It seems to be basically the same idea. The Gemara says goy sheinu It might be the case where you have a goy who's not necessarily so important. He doesn't have uh, authority in that sense. So they might be not afraid of him personally, but they might be. But he could report on them if they don't do like a good enough job going to the person's house and making shnok assessing what the person has to pay in taxes, and therefore uh, maybe they would still be uh, they would still go through the whole uh, the whole house. Okay, the Gemara says, and quotes the, the point of the Mishnah, that Ganavim also returned in the lost island. There are many, we seem to have another contradictory Mishnah. That the Ganavim who went into the house, it's only the part where the, the only the place where the, the the feet of the Ganavim were trampled, that's the only part that's Tameh. Basically, everything in that area is Tameh. But the implication is that. Everything where they were is Tamei. So it sounds like they can't say, oh, we went in that area, but we didn't touch something. The assumption is they did touch something. So how is our Mishnah contradicting that? So, Amor of Pinchas, Mishmei DeRav, K'Sha Asu Tshuva. Rav says in the name of Rav, it's a case where our Mishnah is a case where they did Tshuva. And therefore, they're going to have um, proper uh, conduct on their mind. Da'ikanami, we can even infer this in the Mishnah itself, if you're precise, as it says in the Mishnah, It's not just any robbers are believed, it's robbers dafka who are returning these stolen objects, so when they're returning the stolen objects, they want to make everything right, so then at that point, we do believe them, we do believe them about what they say. Again, the Mishnah said that in Yerushalayim, okay. neemanim al kodesh, that everyone's believed when it comes to kodesh in Yerushalayim. Town that we learned in a Brayta, neemanim al kleicheres kassin la kodesh, that they're even believed when it comes to large earthenware vessels for kodesh in Yerushalayim. So kol Why is that so? She ain osim kipshonot be Yerushalayim. Because they don't make a kibshan, a kiln, in Yerushalayim. And presumably they wanted to, like, maintain, like, the air quality. Like, it's, like, they have all this fire and smoke all over the place. You know, they weren't unaware of the possibility of, you know, the difficulties of industrialization. So they wanted to, uh, uh to allow everyone to bring the, the earthenware vessels from outside. There weren't a lot of vessels all available in Yerushalayim. So even, so it's not just small vessels, it's even larger vessels people need to transport inside. And therefore, um, um, they were they were lenient about it. Chachamim were lenient about this uh, this halakh. Okay, um, fine, fine. regal la truma. it comes to the regal even for truma, uh, everyone's believed. Minah Miri, where do we know this from? I'm Rabbi Shulam Levi, I'm The pasuk says again, what's well, going to be a hint from a pasuk? Right? It's not directly from a pasuk. The pasuk says in uh in Shoftim, vayaseif kol ish Israel el ha'ir ki ishachad chaverim, kind of a beautiful pasuk right? that all the uh, people of Israel gathered together like one man, friends, like united, right? Friends. Hakatuva I v'saan mean, kulam chaverim. A little play in the words here that the word chaver probably means united, right? Like they're friendly. But it's the pasuk to make them all like they're chavirim, meaning chavirim, like uh, you know people who are meticulous in uh, halach. Okay, it takes us to the next mission The next Mishnah says, "Hapoteach One who opens the barrel or be, uh, or begins selling his dough. Um, Agav gav means I'm like going to back of the regal, It means at the time of the regal. So that's a time when everyone's believed. Rabbi Yudhomer Yigmor. Rabbi says you can continue even after the is over and finish selling all those things. And it's concerned, uh, considered to be, excuse me, uh, still to be in a state of tahara, even though the time has elapsed when we normally believe people. But so Chachamim say No, you cannot complete it. Meaning that... It's sort of an interesting. It seems like an interesting idea, right? We're like, we've we talked about this before, that when during the regal itself, so we, we say everyone's tahor, but instead of like expire, so the fact that someone touched that during the regal, let's say an Amar's touches it during the regal, now after the regal, do we look at it the same way? Not only Amar's touches it after the regal, do, does the fact that the Amar's touched it during the regal make us think of it differently now that the regal is over? So Rabbi says no, and Cham would say yes. Gemara says Yati Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Yisak Nahava, Kilo Rabbi Sagnafa, Sir Rabbi Ami, Rabbi Yisak We're sitting in the courtyard of Rabbi Yisak Nahava. Patachad ve'amar maush eni One of them asked according to the Rabbanan, what's the halacha about leaving it to the next regal? So I didn't finish this up. I don't want to waste all this wine. Can I reseal the barrel and bring it out the next regal? So "What do you mean? What everyone's touching it, and you're going to say you can leave it to the next regal?" It doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Amrli said, "Man, what do you mean? What until now, everyone was touching it, meaning you said it was tahor on this regal, everyone's touching it. So what difference does it make if I save it for the next regal?" There's no comparison there. Right, look, it makes sense that until now, the tuma of Am Haaretz, when it comes to the Regal, the Torah, right, the, the, the scripture is making it Tahor. I guess as we saw, idea of like Chavirim whatever, right? But now, right, the, 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 the Regal's over, so it should be considered to be tameh. that's the Svarah. So Gemara says, well, name a kitana. Let's suggest that this discussion and this argument is really machloka tanaim. The one opinion says, one time teaches, you can leave it to the next regal, and the other one says, you cannot leave it to the next regal. So my love, so isn't this seem to, doesn't this seem to be a machloka within the opinion of the rabbanan who are saying you can't continue to sell? But it's a question, can you like put it away for next, the next regal? Gemara says, no, not necessarily. Uh, you can say no. That machog is simply the same machlok. Every other rabbanon that we saw in the mishnah, Rabbi do, who says you can leave it to the next rego because he thinks you can continue to sell it. And the one that says you can't do that is the rabbanon who would be very limited. Therefore, the does that make any sense? How Rabbi Yigmor but went one step further. He said, it's not, <coughs> excuse me, it's not only that you can you can put it away for the next rego. He said that you can continue to sell it even on the rego but no it must make sense actually that uh it really is a machloket. Excuse me, no tomorrow says no. So excuse me. That the, the, we'll say no. That it will say actually the opposite of what you think. That lo we're gonna say that lo is Rabidah and could be the Rabbana, meaning it's still not a Mahla because the opinion that says that the Rabbana can put this would say you can put it aside for next time, they would say that the opinion actually that says Yanihena that you can put it aside, that would be the Rabbana. So um, yani what does Rabbi mean then by lo yani that seems to be like super strict. It says, no, she ain't La He's saying, you don't have to leave it over. So lo yani according to that, that this reading would be, the Rabbi Duh says, yani khan, you don't have to leave it over. And the Rabbanim would say, you're allowed to leave it over. So you see, we can't really see at all from this uh, Brita that this is a machloke tonight. You can read the, the Brita in many different ways, and it's not conclusive one way at all. Okay, new Mishnah will uh, we'll say as follows. Once the, the 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 regal's over, Ma'avirin ataharat ha'azara. We sort of like pass through the whole azara, the whole courtyard you of know, the Beit and sort of mivitaher uh, everything. You got, you got like you know big cleanse, big cleans of everything. Avar haregel yom shishi. But if the regal was over on Friday, lo hayu Ma'avirin b'teikvah the Shabbat. They wouldn't do this because of Kabbat Shabbat. So you see, even the need to do it is sort of like not so essential. But we would like to do it. But for Kabbat Shabbat, we won't do it. Rebidu says even on the th- Thursday you wouldn't do it if the Chag was over on Thursday because the Konim aren't free. Gemara says, why aren't the Kohanim free? The konim aren't free because they have to remove all the ashes. There's tons of ashes on the Mizbeah from all the different Korbanot, and they had a lot of work to do, and therefore they didn't have time to be uh, mitahir everything. Okay, we'll stop there and continue tomorrow with the new Mishnah.